We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Chargers fans? Welcome into the Guilty as Charged podcast. As you saw in the title, the Chargers have signed DeAndre Carter to be their wide receiver slash special teams returner, opting to not go to Andre Roberts or go back to Andre Roberts, I should say, and I'll go forward with somebody younger, somebody different, somebody that I think they think can do more for them. So let's get into the news and kind of what it means, and then we'll talk about some of the film and what Carter does bring to the table let's do it so yes what does deandre carter bring to the chargers so just a quick timeline for those who may have missed it on april 4th uh it was announced that, the, that carter was going to meet with the chargers tomorrow so then that would have been the fifth so today's the seventh so two days later the chargers do sign deandre carter to a one-year 1.1 million dollar deal with an additional one point or oh, with an additional 1.25 million dollars in incentives sorry i thought it was initially up to 1.25 but it's with an additional 1.25 mil available in incentive so not bad for sure um the reasons you know how does he compare to andre roberts it's hard to see on your screen i'm sure but andre roberts was a last year at least had a kick return average of 27.3 carter right behind him actually among all the returners with 25.1 so a 2.2 yard difference there so you're going to lose a little bit at least comparing those two from last season but if you're looking at punt return average, Carter is much better at punt return average uh, with 8.4 yards per punt return, Andre Roberts at five. So you're going to get a better punt returner, maybe take a step back as a kick returner, at least in terms of averages, uh, but not, not the worst thing overall. Carter has spent most of his career bouncing around sort of like Roberts with Philadelphia, with Houston, with Chicago, last year with the Washington football team on the whole on his career. He has 682 receiving yards, 11.8 yards per reception, and three touchdowns. He has 96 rushing yards, woohoo! Uh, 8.7 yards per attempt. And then just comparing career averages, he has 23.3 yards per kickoff return. Roberts was 26.2, and he's 9.2 yards per punt return for his career. Roberts is nine. So, all things considered, I do think Roberts is a better overall returner if you're considering maybe the last few years. Um, but last year, Roberts was a better kick returner. Carter was a better part returner. I still think overall, Roberts is a better returner. But there's definitely more to it than that. So why go with Carter over Roberts? To me, it comes down to at least three things. One could be, and not a huge thing, but the contract. Roberts, last year, for basically half a season, signed for $1.075 million for one year. 
Carter this year, $1.1 million. Although, as we saw, it could get more expensive with an additional 1.25 mil in incentives. So obviously he could have a more expensive deal, maybe not that much more expensive. Robert's coming off a second team all pro season. Maybe he was a slightly more expensive guy. I don't know. Um, the one that Roberts kind of jokes about himself is age. Roberts was obviously not slowing down last year, but you have to acknowledge Carter is going to be 28 this year. Roberts is going to be 34 this year. The Chargers, I thought the Chargers would have signed someone that would have been more stable. Like you could sign him for two, three years or whatever, right? Hopkins got what, three, four years. Josh Harris, the long snapper, got four years or whatever it was. You have a bunch of core special teamers who are young, like Nick Neiman. You have another three years. So I, I actually thought they would go for somebody younger because they wanted to get them on a two, maybe three-year deal, but only one for Carter, so whatever. The big one, though, is the involvement in the offense. I think the Chargers have more plans to get him involved in offense um, than they did for Roberts. Part of that, I think, is you know because they have more time with him, but part of it's because I think Carter can offer maybe a bit more, or at least he showed that he can offer more than I think Roberts could and certainly more than he did last season. So just to check the box for everyone watching, this is a kickoff return from DeAndre Carter that he had last year against the Falcons. Pretty solid return overall. Definitely a veteran return to the Chargers. Definitely wanted a veteran returner, it seems. So it was you know obviously between Roberts or Carter going with a veteran returner either way, and I'm happy with it here. So the first, oops, pardon me. There's the big return again. Eh, watch it again. Why not? It's a good kickoff return. And, you know, hey, it's, it's good to check the box that he can do that because Roberts had quite a few big returns for the Chargers. So it's good to see that this guy can also do that. Now, the Chargers last year, they really only got Roberts involved on handoffs. I don't even recall if there was a pass to him. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they were all handoffs. Maybe one reception. So this is something the Chargers will incorporate immediately into their offense. You're going to see him in a second motioning over. Uh, from right to left, the Chargers incorporated this, either just handing it off to him or running some things out of it, right? They had Josh Palmer against the Eagles running, motioning like this, and then going out um, down the sideline for a, a pass. Then they had that same motion sort of set up. Herbert's deep bomb to Williams later in that game. So they can do some things out of it, a lot of play action, RPO, whatever, out of this look that kind of confuses the defense. So just to check the box, right? This is something that Carter does and can do that Roberts did. So nothing really different there. I think where everything changes is how much Carter can be used to push the ball downfield. And I think I'm not saying he's Tyron Johnson by any means, but remember last training camp, Joe Lombardi was doing nothing but dialing up bombs downfield to Tyron Johnson. And then they cut him. And so they were left with basically Jalen Guyton to hit those deep bombs as that speed option. And that was kind of it. They really didn't have another option out there until they got Andre Roberts, and they never used him to be that deep threat option. So I think Carter does present them with a second deep threat option in terms of speed. Like you can throw the ball downfield with Mike Williams. You could sort of do that with Josh Palmer. I guess you could do it with Gerald Everett. But in terms of being a speedy wide receiver, guys like Guyton and Carter now give you two options there. And I do want to talk about that later on because I think Carter being that option, and if Guyton stays with the team, could have some big draft implications for sure. So Carter's going to be the motioning guy here. I believe he runs a corner here. Nothing spectacular, but basically, if you were to turn on every set of, of plays here, you would find, or you know, throughout the film, you'd see that every other throw to Carter was pushing the ball downfield. The they pushed the ball downfield the a lot with Heineke 
to Carter. So imagine what you could do with a certain Justin Herbert uh, and his arm strength. Of course, if they dial the shots up, if they don't dial up shots with him downfield, then I don't see the point of <laughs> of working with Carter over Roberts. But I guess we'll we'll see what they do. But I think they definitely can. They watched what he did last year with the Washington football team. And I think that he that he has still still has some gas. He can still make it work down the field. This is against Denver. Hey, does anyone remember him taking <laughs> Herbert taking deep shots down the field against Denver? Maybe what, what that one to Williams down the sideline. But to be able to do this a little bit more, I, I think it's great. So he's in the slot here. He's going to be running, I want to say a fade, but I don't recall. Yeah, so here he is. Oh, who does he beat? Is that Fuller? Is that Jackson? I don't recall. Point is, he's got some juice. You can push the ball, the ball downfield with him. All that good stuff. And like I said, you can look all over the tape and see that they are doing nothing but pushing the ball downfield. Go to Twitter and you'll see that Steven on the guilty as charged account was just retweeting plays of Carter catching the ball downfield. I picked two out of there because why not? One sort of towards the sideline one more in the red zone towards the end zone for that touchdown. Um, but there are plenty of instances of Heineke pushing the ball downfield to DeAndre Carter. And I think the Chargers want to do that. Last one here, he's going to be on the outside right here at the bottom of your screen. He's going to run that whip at the goal line to get himself a touchdown. I'm not saying he did this often. <laughs> this is the only time I saw him do this. This is definitely a highlight, not a consistent thing for him. But it is a little bit of juice, a little bit of something different that he provides that I don't know if Andre Roberts could have provided if they had stuck with the team. So not bad. So all things considered, right? He's a good returner. He's a guy that you can use, you know, towards the sideline, on your post, your go, your corner, your fade, stuff like that. He's a guy you can also hand the ball off to, to pick up yards for you. He is a returner. So he has that, you know, natural running with the ball in his hand sort of mentality. It's like we see on this play here. Get the ball to him. I believe it happened twice this game. And I want to say he had seven or so carries uh, the last year. So he's definitely capable of doing this. And as a return, of, of course, he can run with the football. But like I said, the, I think the most important thing is that he can push the ball down the field. That's a great little change up right there. And then, of course, right here with that quick whip, kind of a pick, I guess, and then whips out. That's actually a very good concept, by the way. I need to study that further, but pretty impressed there. So what I think is is really the important thing here to talk about is what does this mean for the receiving core? What does this mean for the Chargers when it comes to the draft? Because last year they had Keenan Allen, right? And well, okay, it's the end of the year. They had Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jalen Guyton, Josh Palmer, Andre Roberts, and that was it. They had five wide receivers. Uh, before Roberts, it was KJ Hill, but the same general four in the beginning. After they cut uh, Tyron Johnson, after they cut Austin Pearl and any other guys that maybe could have made the roster, it was the main four and then a special teams guy. So what do the Chargers do this year? So the safe bets, right? Palmer safe, Allen is safe, Williams is safe. I'm just going to assume that Carter is safe. You know, we, we saw them cut what Darius Jennings two years ago, even though they signed him to be a returner. But I'm going to assume that Carter is safe. So you have Williams, Allen, Palmer, Carter. They're safe. I think Jalen Guyton should be considered safe for now, but it depends. Like, this is what I want to talk about. How many receivers are they going to carry? Last year, they had four running backs. They had four tight ends and a fullback. They had three quarterbacks. They had five linebackers. Bad roster construction, in my opinion. Does that change this year? If there's only five wide receivers to be had on the roster, 
did the Chargers even draft a wide receiver at this point? Did they draft? Did they draft one at seventeen? I guess is the more important question. I don't know. I, I really don't think the Chargers are going to take a wide receiver at seventeen. No, I'm not saying that Jamison Williams is worse than DeAndre Carter or Jalen Guyton. I'm not saying that. Having those, having Jalen Guyton on the roster and Josh Palmer on the roster, shouldn't mean that you, you know, it, you shouldn't not draft a receiver because of those guys. But I think with what you know about Carter and what we showed here with him being a guy that potentially could get involved down the field more as a speedy option and Guyton to be more of a speedy option and then committing a lot of money and guaranteed money to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and taking Josh Palmer, who they really like and was really involved last year at points, I guess. Do they take a receiver early? Do they take one at all? And, you know, the other question, do they open the the spot up, the, the roster up to six wide receivers? Do they have a sixth spot for a wide receiver this year so that i guess that sixth spot would probably go to carter and who do you have five five actual no offense to carter receivers with your one special teamer and maybe a, a gadget sort of guy i don't know that's a big question because i think carter is safe i feel like guyton is safe i don't like to me i would keep six wide receivers i don't see a reason to not have jalen guyton on the roster he improved quite a bit there's chemistry he's improved in production he had some very, very clutch moments for the Chargers last year, right? How much money did Jesse Bates you know, get this year? How much is he going to make? And Jalen Guyton wrestled that ball out of the air from him. You know, the, the big fourth down conversion against the Broncos where he made two guys miss on maybe not uh, uh, kind of a broken play. There's a lot. The, who could forget the, the, the ball that Herbert threw to him in the end zone against the Giants? So I, I think there's no reason to get rid of Jalen Guyton. So... You let me know in the comment section below. I'll leave you with this. Do they keep five wide receivers and are they set with them? Or they open up to six wide receivers and do they draft one? And if so, knowing what you know about Guyton and Palmer and Williams and Allen and now Carter, do they draft one at 17? Or do you think they wait down the line? Because we see them working out, guys. They worked out a guy today from Slippery Rock University. Not a joke. You can check my Twitter. They, you know, have been working out Jakari Robbins at Robertson. They've met with Jarrah Stearns. They've met with several guys that are later in the draft. Of course, they've also met with Traylon Burks. But I think I think they're targeting a later receiver. And I think they're basically going to be set with their wide receiver room. Guys, let me know in the comments section below what you think. Uh, what do you think about this signing overall? I like it. I, I think it makes sense for the team, especially if you get them involved on offense. If not, then it's kind of a waste. But I think he's going to be pretty involved in offense. So let me know what you guys think. Guys, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Take care. And as always, bolt up. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.